0: Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa DiAgostino.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Millionaire's Podcast, a podcast where real entrepreneurs talk about real problems and give you real solutions to scale your business. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino, and I am your host today. And today we're going to discuss why scaling your business alone honestly just kind of sucks. Um, today, I have my three business partners, Tanya, Susie, and Cynthia. And oh, wow, let me share with you what I treat it is to share the stage with these powerful, freaking awesome ladies. Uh, together we have built a seven figure coaching business and also are in the middle of building a seven figure marketing agency that we just did $802,000 in only 60 days. Yes. If you know the story, that means we beat Grant Cardone at his own game and undercover billionaire. So now you can see what I mean when I say powerful. Um, So ladies, today, the topic is scaling alone. I think we can all agree scaling alone doesn't only just suck, but it actually is really hard to do it alone. So many people think they could build their business alone without the help of anybody else, and many fail. I think uh, I actually heard a statistic today that 80% fail at uh, being an entrepreneur, um, and after five years of the 20% that succeed, 80% of those 20% fail as well. So obviously the odds are stacked against you to really succeed in entrepreneurship. So today I want to discuss like scaling alone or scaling by yourself um, you know help can be in the form of hiring a business coach it could be um, a community of people to help it could be a business partner so help in this case can mean a lot of different things it doesn't necessarily just mean me a coach so I want to just throw it out there guys like so tell me what why do you think it's important to, to have help in scaling your business entrepreneurship can be
0: such a lonely journey right we've all been there but it really doesn't have to be right because I with the way I I see it as the best way to scale a business is just like you said, Alexa, through mentorship community and having a team, right? When, when we think about like Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs, they all had mentors. And from my perspective, thinking about their businesses and where they are today, they probably wouldn't be where they are today if they didn't have mentors. You know, I always say it's like having a GPS, right? it's We know that destination where we want to go, but it just helps us to get there quicker. Um, And I feel like having the proper mentor, it's like having a fresh lens, right? It's you're, you're being surrounded by somebody who's been there and they've done that and they can help you through the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship and then having a community You know, it's when you start a business there, there's so, there's so many good times, but then there's also bad times. So having a community of like-minded people is just everything, because I think in that you have a sense of belonging and in, from there, your confidence grows. Um, And honestly, I don't know how anybody scales a business without having a team. Solopreneurship is really rough. So I think throughout my years, personally of entrepreneurship, um, you know, having a dream is not enough, right? Having a solution
1: alone is not enough. The only way to really scale is, is through having a team. I wanted to comment on Tanya's one thing real quick, Tanya, that going back to the car GPS. And I think like we, we talk about coach versus business part. Like I almost think about getting to your destination in a car and a coach is somebody you can like call on your Bluetooth whenever you need like directional help where having a business partner is like having somebody in your car with you for the entire drive. Now, if you don't like that person you don't get along or they're not the right person, then that could be a really long freaking
2: car ride. Right. I also think that, um, I was gonna say that about Tanya, I would go so far as to say, you don't scale alone. No one, like if you look at any business, Cynthia agrees. You don't scale alone. It just doesn't happen. So the idea of what can I do beyond like we talk about startup, ramp up, scale up. And so in the startup, it's just you. You're hustling. You're you know doing everything you can. Ramp up means you begin to bring people on. Hopefully, you're not ramping up without a coach um, because here's the, I live on the road full time and I live by my GPS. I would love for you to think as you're listening to this how often you just get in the car and go and you think you know where you're going and you get there without thought. But if you've never been there before. You have no idea how to actually get there the quickest, fastest, least traffic, least roadblock way. And a coach is going to help you do that. A business partner is going to help you do that because we don't know what we don't know. So I would go as far as to say is you don't scale without other people in your business, helping you as a team, but also alongside you as a mentor, as a partner. It's just impossible. That's my, my two cents on it.
3: Go ahead, Cynthia. Susie just like wrapped it up. I was just going to say it is impossible to scale alone. That's like an even stronger statement, right? It is, it's impossible. It's impossible to scale alone. You're just one person, right? So we work with entrepreneurs all the time. And in one of my coaching calls the other day, one of them was telling me how it's been difficult for her to work on her ebook, right? And I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course it's difficult. That's not your zone of genius. So as you get older, as as your business continues to grow, as it gets bigger, your goal should be to eventually find someone who that's like their zone of genius who can help you do the things that you don't want to do. So it is impossible to scale alone because you're just one person. You have a limited amount of passions. You have a limited amount of likes. You have a limited amount of things that you enjoy doing. You need a team, right? And I think, you know, the the important thing, like Alexa already alluded to, is finding the right team that complements areas in which you're weak. And that's that's literally the only way you can scale to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, you know, the... sometimes it's hard for us to look in the mirror and say, all right, what am I good at? What am I not not good at? And the truth is, is that, you know, we all have to be able to do that because we're all not good at everything. And as much as we want to be good at everything, we're just not. And so you're right. There, there are a couple different ways, getting a coach, getting a business partner, um, or or hiring the right team, right? So like I know when I hire my team, I always hire people that are better at certain things that I'm not good at. And I'm not ashamed because I double down on what I'm really good at. And so for me, it's marketing. I'm very good at marketing. I'm very good at lead gen, but I suck at sales. That's why I partnered with Tanya and Susie, right? Um, and so I, I think that the most important thing is to understand what do you need? And you have to ask yourself, what do I need in terms of help to get there? What does it look like? Um, so I guess the other question that I have for, for you ladies is like when you're looking for somebody to help wh- whomever that is, like what questions do you actually ask them or how do you determine if they're even the right fit for you?
3: I think the first thing is to really get clear on what your weaknesses are, right? We just talked about weaknesses and it takes a certain level of, um, self-awareness to really explore and admit that you're weak at certain things. But again, like it's the only way to move forward with yourself and with your business. And this is something that I did actively last year, just like, hey, what are my weaknesses? And I remember um, one of the things I was able to identify as one of my weaknesses, like Alexa just mentioned, is sales. I was one of those like super creative people who didn't just didn't know how to sell and felt weird about it. Right. Because of all the stereotypes about selling and making your offer and being salesy and all that stuff. So for a very long long time, I was very hesitant to make an offer of, you know, what I do for people, what, what I can do for people. And I remember just telling myself, I don't want this to continue to be a weakness. And what I did when I made that decision was invest in two sales coaches. Right. So not just one, but two. And then I realized that my problem and the weakness that I had at the time was just my mindset. It wasn't that I didn't know how to sell. It was the mindset I had around sales. And one of my coaches, one of the two coaches that I hired was able to break down all those mindset blocks that I have had around selling. And I've told this story over and over again. And I was able to go from, you know, I think as of the last time I checked, my close rate was at about 60%, which is pretty high in the world of sales, if you understand the world of sales. So. That's just one clear example. Get clear on what your weaknesses are.
0: I think, you know, from the book of Susie, I'm going to say know thyself and know your personality. Right. Are, are you an implementer? Are you an innovator? You know, um, are you a creative? Right. Like Cynthia and partner with people that are the opposite, because then you're just like one massive like team. And it, like it's like the. The perfect fit, and from there, um, you know the business is going to take off so much quicker um, and and so much so much more sustainable as well.
2: I do agree. I think when uh, so often we don't want to admit our weaknesses. I think what Cynthia what you did is so important. And when you look at them, you can say, okay, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm not good at. What do I do? What do I do to? Uh, to to fix that. And a lot of times what we end up doing is we end up trying to learn. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't learn, like you've got to be good. Everybody's got to be good at sales. You don't have a good business. You've got to be able to close your next client, but it's okay to look at it and say, look, these are the places where it's not my zone of genius. I'm going to hire someone to step in here because then we get to double down on our strengths. Like Alexa said, you have to have a humility about understanding that it does take a team. I mean, the whole cliche together, everyone achieves more. That's an acronym for team. And so the idea of What to look for, I always look for a team player. I look for somebody who's self-aware. I look for somebody who's able to admit their mistakes and have the difficult conversation and go, I blew it, I'm sorry, but who is loyal to the vision, the big vision and and can see that their part in it is gonna make a big difference. And so no prima donnas on my teams. But I do think you have to understand and then be willing to say, hey, I'm not great here, but I'd love to partner with you or I'd love some help here um, either to learn, but also to hand off. And then again, we, I think so much as we scale, we have to be willing to lean in. I have a client who's the president of a growing company, and we just increased his company 32% because he stopped trying to do everything. He moved from you know, COO, CEO, whatever, to, okay, let me put some people in place so that I can operate at this higher level. And now the company's growing at breakneck speed think it's really important.
1: Yeah. I think it's sometimes we talk about skills, right? So like if you suck at sales, it doesn't necessarily need, need to get like a business partner. That's good at sales, right? You can hire a sales team on commission. right? But it's also not just the hard skills, but it's also the personality as well and what you're good at in terms of running a business. Because a lot of times what happens, entrepreneurs run, you know they're in a nine to five job and they're like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. But the problem is, is that they go from being a technician in the nine to five world to being a technician in an entrepreneur world. And all they're doing is just trading one job for another. And so the other most important thing is to understand to be an an entrepreneur, you have to be strategic, you have to be innovative. And if you don't have that, it's okay. But you then need to have somebody that does have that because being an entrepreneur, you have to be able to be innovative. So I look at myself, like I'm an executor. Um, I, I'm a very good strategic person um, and professional, but really I'm good at getting stuff done. That's what I'm really good at. Now, I'm good at replicating strategies and I could be innovative, um, but for me, my main thing is being an executor. So really what I need is a connector, somebody to help find leads, help get connections. And I need a, a, a strategic person. But also what I have learned in my career is I'm not very good at. You know, being partners with just somebody that is just strategy or um, somebody that's a visionary, right? I need somebody that is a little bit of everything, right? So, like, I would say I'm probably a third, a third, a third across the board, maybe a little bit more of an executor. Like, I need somebody that's a a connector and a visionary and maybe a little bit of an executor because I get frustrated. So, understanding your strengths and weaknesses, but also what you partner with. And sometimes that's with just experience. Like, it just takes time to understand understand by making those mistakes. I've, I've partnered with enough people at this point where I have a pretty decent, good idea on who I am good partners with and who I'm not. Um, and you look at all my failed partnerships and and most of the time they're all visionaries. And I don't know why I keep continuing to partner with just visionaries. Um, but you know, I'm attracted to them. I'm attracted to their minds, but then I get frustrated when they don't execute. And so it's a, it's really important because that could completely just plummet your entire business. Right. Um, so so business partner versus a business coach. I mean, what what do you guys think? I think that's a million dollar question.
2: <laughs> and just a little bit. <laughs> I have a million dollar answer. Do it, Susie. Take it away. Oh, both. Your business partner, and you go back to what Alexa said in the beginning. In the car, the GPS of the car. It is if you want to grow, you have to have someone ahead of you on the path who can say to you, hey. I have been here, avoid these stumbles, take this path, turn right here. You know, don't don't partner with those people. This is what you need. It is humbling, but if you want to go far fast, have someone who is coaching you. If you want to go far and fun, get some great business partners to go along with you. I don't think it's an either or question. I think the million dollar answer is, can you have an arsenal of people, like not unlike the Avengers, all of whom can come together and do what you need to do? A business coach isn't going to be in your dailies. They're not going to be telling you, you know, what to do each day. They're going to give you an overview. They're going to tweak your systems. They're going to do those little nuances that take you from good to great. A business partner is going to go with you. They might be all their knowledge, of course, and you might be a great complement, but having a business partner means you get to go together. So
3: my answer is both. One of the things I was going to say is um, every business owner, entrepreneur, whatever, should have a mentor or a coach, period, right? So everything else you do is just like, just supports the fact that you already have a mentor or a coach, right? Because we all have blind spots, right? Your mentor or your coach is a person who can come in there and look at things objectively. With some of the clients I've worked with in the past I've told them that one of the reasons why I'm really good at what I'm doing without working in your company, but coming in as an external consultant is that I'm able to look at your company objectively, without any other agenda, without any other, I'm not trying to protect it or whatever. I don't have any sentimental attachment to it. I look at it objectively. I'm like this, 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 is what you need to build your business or that, that, that. this is what you need to do to build a content strategy that works for you because that's my expertise. Right. So you need that person in your life as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, someone who can take a look at the things that you're doing without any sentimental attachments to them. So sometimes as a creative, I also know that sometimes business owners tend to get very sentimentally attached to some things, even if it's not serving you. Right. And you just stick with it, even if it's not serving you. So, a, a business coach or a mentor or whatever is a person that's able to take a look at the things that you're doing and pinpoint what needs to go away. Because as you grow in business, something, some things need to fall off. I need to build stronger on some other things. So, I basically agree with Susie do both <laughs> business, own, uh, business partners and a business coach. You should have a business coach or a mentor for sure. I totally agree with you, ladies. And, you know, when I look at, at having both. It's
0: important, but I think that there's lessons to be learned from both sides, right? Because having business partners, I mean, we learn so much from each other. We spoke about before, um, you know, your strengths are my weaknesses and my weaknesses are your strengths. It, it's just truly amazing uh, when, you, when you're when aligned um, in the right environment and have the proper team of how much that you know, you can all, you can learn from each other.
1: Clearly we, we all agree. Uh, we're all business partners, right? So I, I love that. We're like, do you agree? Disagree? Like we all obviously disagree. I mean, we're all coaches, right? Um, I mean, I'm going to throw one little thing in here, right? It, it also depends on if you listen, right? And I I have seen so many students who do not listen to anybody, whether it's a business partner or a coach or like, you've got to be coachable. And it's like funny, I'll tell you a story. So Steph and I were driving home from uh, Jacksonville and we got pulled over uh, on the way home. And so- We get pulled over and I'm like coaching her. I'm like, all right, Steph, this is exactly what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, you know, hi, sir. Thank you for all you do. My brother, my brother-in-law are both cops. I really appreciate. May I ask why you pulled me over? Well, as I'm coaching her, the guy comes up and she's like, sorry, sir. I know I was speeding. And I'm like. Oh, I'm like, I literally just told you exactly what to say. So that's an example of somebody that's just not coachable. Right. So, I mean, that's a funny example, but you know, my point is, is if you're not coachable, it's really hard to succeed, right? It's really hard to have a business coach or a partner, or anybody in your business. So for me, the whole thing about getting help is how coachable are you? How much are you able to get knocked down to get knocked back up? Because a good coach should do that. I always look at like my whole life and my career and some of the best soccer coaches and mentors that I've had in my life had, have really knocked me down. Like my soccer coach in high school, like destroyed me, um, and would, break me down and build me up and honestly change my life. And so I, I try to be that coach. I want to be a good coach and a nice coach. um, but I also want to make sure I'm being honest and transparent and real. And I do that as a business partner too. And you have to be. So I think, you know, the question, should you get a business partner or coach? The answer is it depends. Are you coachable? Because if you're not, then you're not going to succeed with anybody in your business, but yourself. And to be honest, then that's a question of you and whether you could succeed by yourself. Um, And so I think that at the end of the day, that is the most important thing is, are you coachable? Yes or no. So um, any final thoughts on this
2: topic before we close out? I have one final thought. And that is, if you don't want to have a partner and your dream is to do it solo, then get a really good coach. Like if I, if I have to pick, like you know, sometimes they're going. They say you have to pick. If you had to pick one, what would you pick? And you can have an, you know, investors. You can have air, team, team teammates. You can have employees, but you cannot go far. You cannot scale without a coach um, who's already been there, who knows what to do. And I think your soccer um, example is great. You know, when I was my kids were little, I helped coach swimming, and I got to coach. I got to be an assistant coach with an Olympic swimmer, and I'll never forget she she told one kid literally just to finish their stroke in a different way, just the way they flipped their hand. And this was our top swimmer. And it took, you know, seconds off their time and they began to win even more. And that little tweak, that Olympic level tweak made a difference. And so if you really want to scale, you've got to get Olympic level coaches like the ones on the, on the screen because you can't go far farther than what you don't know. Um, and so while I love business partners, I would say if I had to pick, I would say get a coach. Love it. Well, thank you, ladies. This
1: is a great
2: conversation. And it's, a, it's an, a
1: really important topic. It's literally the difference of somebody scaling their business or not, or, you know, somebody making it as an entrepreneur. And so these are important conversations that we all have to have to gain access to all of our podcast episodes. You can visit our website at thinktankcoaching.com. Think is with a Y-T-H-Y-N-K. If you're interested in having us help scale your business, you could also drop us an email support at thinktankcoaching.com. Again, think with a Y, um, or you can visit my Instagram at Dr. Dr. Alexa D'Agostino and DM us podcasts. And we'll see you in the next episode.